Hey everyone, and welcome to the Bible Breakdown Podcast. In this podcast, we will be breaking down the Bible one chapter a day. Whether you are a new believer or have been following Christ for a while, we believe that you will learn something new and fresh every single day. So thank you for joining us, and let's get into breaking down the Bible together. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Bible Breakdown Podcast with your host, Pastor Brandon. Today, Numbers chapter 25, and if I were to give this a title, it would be Radical Amputation. <laughs> Getting rid of the bad things as quickly as possible. It's going to get real up in here today. But before we get into that, as always, if you like what we're doing here, make sure you're liking this video, sharing this video. If you're listening to the podcast, leave us a five-star review, and I would love for you to go to our Facebook group. Just type in Bible Breakdown Discussion, and let's dig into this together, and let's see what's going on. Because, man, the more we dig than what we find. Don't forget the context. What we just got through reading were just three chapters of just amazingness, where this guy named Balak is, he's trying to stop the nation of Israel. And since he realizes that, you know, he can't figure out a way for, you know, to beat them with strength of force, instead he tries to get God to turn on the nation of Israel. Well, that doesn't work, <laughs> you know, and he tries to get this guy named Balaam to curse them, but instead he can just bless them over and over and over again, and it's just better. But here's the thing. While God is pronouncing blessing on the nation of Israel, the nation of Israel is turning their back on him again. And if it's almost as if, it's almost like the enemy is saying, if I can't get God to turn his back on Israel, I'm going to see if I can get Israel to turn their back on God. And it is so sad how that happens in all of our lives, many, many times, that while God is working behind the scenes, we forget. We get wrapped up in all the wrong things for all the wrong reasons. And the results are sometimes devastating. So let's read this together today. And let's see how sometimes when bad things go to worse, we got to get radical in what we're willing to cut out of our life so that we can turn our hearts back to God. Here we go. If you get your NLT Bibles, you open them up with me. Verse 1 of chapter 25, the book of Numbers says this, While the Israelites were camped at Acadia Grove, some of the men defiled themselves by having sexual relations with local Moabite women. These women invited them to attend sacrifices to their gods, so the Israelites feasted with them and worshipped the gods of Moab. In this way, Israel joined in the worship of Baal of Peor, causing the Lord's anger to blaze against his people. The Lord issued the following command of Israel to Moses, seize all the ringleaders and execute them before the Lord in broad daylight. So this fierce anger will turn away from the people of Israel. So Moses ordered Israel's judges, each of you must put to death the men under your authority who have joined in worshiping Baal of Peor. Just then, one of the Israelite men brought a Midianite woman into his tent right before the eyes of Moses and all the people, as everyone was weeping at the entrance of the tabernacle. Pause. So what's happened is that the nation of Israel has started idol worship of Baal, or Baal, if you probably heard it, Baal, but it's Baal. And among the many things that you did to worship Baal was human mutilation, human sacrifice, all these other things. They're doing these terrible things. They would have sex in order to worship this pagan deity. There's all this perversion that's happening. And God is like, no, stop this. You're about to go into the promised land. I need you to cut out all of this sin. So destroy these people who are still unwilling to follow me. And as Moses is decreeing this, and as the leaders 
of the nation of Israel are at the tabernacle weeping, some joker <laughs> knows what's going on and is like, eh, come on, I'm gonna I'm gonna go worship, worship some more. It's just like it's just like right in their face that they don't care. So here we go, verse seven. When Peneas, the son of Eleazar, the grandson of Aaron, the priest, saw this, he jumped up and left the assembly. He took a spear and rushed after the man into his tent. And Peneas thrust the spear all the way through the man's body and into the woman's stomach, which lets you know what they were doing. <laughs> Lord, help us, Jesus. So the plague against the Israelites was stopped, but not before 24,000 people had died. Then the Lord said to Moses, Peneus, the son of Eleazar, the grandson of Aaron the priest, has turned my anger away from the Israelites by being as zealous among them as I was. So I stopped destroying all Israel as I had intended to do in my zealous anger. Now tell him that I am making him my special, making my special covenant of peace with him. In this covenant, I give him and his descendants a permanent right to the priesthood. For in his zeal for me, his God, he purified the people of Israel, making them right with me. The Israelite man uh, killed the Midianite. The Israelite man killed with the Midianite woman was named Zimri, son of Zalu, the leader of the family of the tribe of Simeon. The woman's name was Kozbi, and she was the daughter of Zer, the leader of the Moabite clan. Then the Lord said to Moses, Attack the Midianites and destroy them, because they assaulted you with deceit and tricked you into worshiping Baal of Peor. And because of Cosby, the daughter of the Midianite leader, who was killed at the time of the plague because of what had happened at Peor. So, wow. The enemies of God thought, maybe we can get God to turn against the Israelites. That didn't work. So then they went to the Israelites to see if they could get them to turn away from God. Had a lot more success with that. But then in this moment, when the enemies of God seeming like they had won, that even the nation of Israel, even this, this guy was like, eh, who needs God? Let me go worship a little bit more. Radical amputation. Where this priest said, no, my God is worth the effort. My God is worthy of this. So I'm going to cut out of the nation of Israel anything that disrespects him. And he did. And God had mercy on the nation of Israel. Now, what can we learn from this? The entire book of Numbers is all about trusting in the Lord. And you know what happens sometimes? Sometimes in our life, bad things go to worse. We get into these bad cycles of sin or cycles of just unfaithfulness to God. And when things go from bad to worse, bad to worse, we get to the place where sometimes we're just like, eh, let's just keep doing what we're doing. But if we do that, judgment will continue in our life. And at some point, we have to draw a line in the sand and say enough is enough and do what we would call radical amputation. Jesus said in the New Testament, if your eye causes you to sin, cut it out and cast it from you. Now, he's not talking about literally cutting your eye out. He is saying, do what is necessary to stop offending the Lord. Now, once again, he's not saying cut out your eye. He is saying be radical with your willingness to stop sinning. Pinneas was willing to do something radical to stop the sin culture in the nation of Israel. And here's the thing. If you want freedom, if you want God to bless your life, there comes a point when you have to get radical and be willing to cut off relationships, to cut off bad influences in your life, to get rid of your smartphone and get a dumb phone, to, to disconnect you know, some of these other things because your freedom is worth it. And God has this amazing plan 
for the nation of Israel. But to do that, they got to stay free from the sinful influences all around them because their freedom is worth it. And the plan that God has is too great to be ruined by these momentary distractions. I wonder how we could benefit from that today. Let me pray for us, and then we'll be done today. Father, thank you so much that you love us enough to point us in the right direction. I pray that in all things we will honor you and we celebrate you today. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Don't forget that God's word says in Numbers chapter 6, may the Lord bless you and protect you. May the Lord smile on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord show you his favor and give you his peace. I love you. I'll see you tomorrow for Numbers chapter 26.